Hello, everybody. Welcome to this uh, mini episode of Press Any Key this week. Uh, Burke and Nick, uh, they, they went out in a blaze of glory, you know? They finally committed. <laughs> they went out. No, uh, they're just, they're away. I think their birthdays this week, so they're out doing fun stuff. Um, but uh, with them not being here, everyone say hello to AJ from Genre Geeks because hello. I think who else watched this movie? I don't know anyone else who watched this movie that I know personally. Movie people like yeah. movie podcasts, yeah, horror that's all fans. I know. So I was <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess I got to get somebody from one of those to do a podcast on this with. There you go. Okay, that's the way it's got to be. So this week we're talking about Barbarian. And we're just going to talk about Barbarian. Um, there was some news uh, that came out, but I'm going to really... It's whatever this week. Uh, next week we'll be back, you know, full setup in studio. So let's talk Barbarian, though. All right. I was told, do not go go into this knowing absolutely nothing. Just take my word for it. It's awesome. Um, we'll start non-spoiler, by the way. Okay. And I did, and... I was absolutely blown away <laughs> by how good this was. Like, I So was, what did you know? Were you 100% blind? I wasn't 100% blind because what happened was I had seen the trailer and I was like, okay, this looks like a, like a, a home invasion movie type of thing. And then I was watching a review, a non-spoiler one, and they mentioned a certain aspect of the movie that I, in my wildest dreams, was like, this isn't even... I never even thought, judging by the marketing, that that would even be a thing like this would be in this movie. So that was it. I shut it down after that. Anything that Mm -hmm. said Barbarian, any videos, reviews, articles, anything, I just ignored them all. And I was like, I need to see this. So I don't want to spoil what aspect of the movie it was until we're in the spoiler section. However, just know that I was like, what? Okay, (laughs) I got to see this. So, um, all right. Yeah, and it was one of those movies that was so good that I didn't think about the actors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the well, there was one actor that I I was well actually it's like there were two actors and it took me a second to adjust on them because I knew zero I knew zero going into it. I oh, didn't really? see it. I did. I don't know how I managed to avoid the trailers. I saw, uh, I saw horror movies leading up to this like Nope and stuff, and not one trailer for this movie. I didn't know. The director, I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know the plot. I didn't know anything. I went off strictly, hey, this movie's good. You should see it. I was like, okay, fine. Interesting. It was so, a ride. Yeah, it definitely was a ride. So, um, you knowing absolutely nothing going into this movie, mm-hmm. what was what what did you hear that pushed you over the edge though? So Funny enough, like we mentioned, the people who saw this are the movie people. Just the movie people then that I listened to kept saying it was good. And that's the only thing I that I wanted. And I, I started a thing within the last couple of years that I'll just, I prefer going in as blind as I can. Like, I understand the point of marketing for some things. It's mm-hmm. literally just every, I feel like for every movie I see, I'm not watching five other movies that are just as good or something, or if not yeah. better. So making the decision of where, like who I'm going to give my time like Mad Mark movie show talking about it. The Epic films guys are talking about it. The, you know, the love of cinema guys, I think we're talking about like all these different movie podcasts were talking about it and they were just saying good, like on their little promo for their episode. They're like, it's good. And I'm like, 
fine. And I love the reason, one of the reasons I love horror movies specifically as a genre is I feel like it's, they have the most daring and original takes for movies. They're not bound by anything specific. They can so they're also just, pretty much do whatever they want. Exactly. You know? Completely unhinged. Like, and it, so I just went in with it. It's, it's one thing if it's not good storytelling, but if it's not good horror, then I won't enjoy it at all. You can have a movie True. with a bad story, but still be good horror, like Malignant, um, mm-hmm. which I, I don't <laughs> think has an amazing story, but I think it's a good horror movie. It's it's a fun time, and it has uh-huh. some wild premises, kind of like this movie. So Absolutely. Um, let's talk about performances. What did you think of the cast overall? I know you said there was two actors, obviously. So that you don't uh, want to spoil, and I yeah, I will not spoil. Forgot that there was an act. I heard that there was an actor in this movie that turned out to be in this movie, and I forgot they were in it until that moment. You know, it was one of those things. Yeah. So I like was so engaged with everything that was happening up until that point that I wasn't just sitting around waiting for him. Like the story and the setting totally sucked me in immediately. Yeah, one of my favorite things about going in to anything blind is when you're watching it, you're constantly, you're doing a lot of work as you're watching because you're mm-hmm. trying to get an idea of, okay, what is the tone for this movie? Should I be laughing? Should I be really scared? What what should I be feeling? And then when people start popping up, you're like, oh, should, should that tell me a little bit about this tone? Should that tell me a little bit about what I should be experiencing yeah, it was and certainly like an informed experience at some parts where it was like, mm-hmm. this is what we're trying to do, but they did it really well. You know, exactly, yeah. There's a certain aspect of the film where, no pun intended, but the aspect ratio changes. I think there's uh-huh. two times where that <laughs> happens. And when they do that, it plays with your expectations, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. um. I don't want to give too much away, but basically uh, you you literally see the movie in a different perspective. You start viewing it from a different angle and it's cool storytelling because it's almost like they restart you every single time that they yeah. do that. You know what I mean? But then they catch Absolutely. you up. It's weird. It's this weird thing. Um, but yeah, performances all around are great. Storytelling is really solid because there's like the little subtle things too. You know, yeah. you know how good horror movies always do like the subtle things. It's really subtle storytelling. I feel like yeah. you're really good at picking up on that shit and I'm not. However, I felt <laughs> this one, it came pretty easy to me. Like I was there it's, to sit yeah. there and ingest it all as it came. I mean, I think it's, I love this, this era of, of horror that we're in now where it's every t- I feel like every bit of horror nowadays in the last couple of years, there's a, a little bit of a wink with it where they're touching a little bit on tropes, you know, a little bit of like the people we've watched horror movies for, you know, decades now. And everyone has the same kind of like yell at the screen complaints of just why didn't you um, I'll make up an example. Like, why didn't you pick up the gun? You know, like, why didn't you do this, this and that? Like, there's so many things people yell at. And in this movie specifically, there oh, are moments where it'll yeah. straight up cut in and be like, hey, this character's doing the thing that we're all would be screaming at. Otherwise, for all the other times that they don't do this in horror Actually, movies. It's funny you bring that up because in my theater, I would say there was probably like 30, 40 people in my theater. Like when I saw That's it That's a last decent night. turnout. Mine it, was dead, dude. Yeah, I was surprised how many people came out. But, um, well, this is its second week, right? So, word travels, Maybe that or th- you know. I saw the week I saw Pearl. So, that was that last week or the week yeah, before? Yeah, it was last week. Okay. So, um, but watching, um, but watching this with a crowd... 
there was a bunch of people who were just like it was like old school going to the going to the movies to see a horror movie where people were like what are you doing like in the season yeah. like, come on like everyone was so engaged That's so awesome. like and like cracking jo- yeah it was awesome it was a good time with a good audience so everybody was clearly into it you know what i mean that's the right um, kind of audience for that. What do you think about the scares? Because I thought the scares were good because it wasn't like super jump scary. It was mm-hmm. a lot of just like things just showing up in frame. And that was fucking horrifying enough. So going in 100% blind, and this is, it's not a spoiler, but once the the plot rev- completely reveals itself, you're pretty good into the movie. You're maybe I'm making I'm like what would you say like forty minutes, thirty forty minutes in before yeah, like the, the real re- reveal. Point. Yeah, sure. Uh, I wasn't. Sh- I started actually relaxing myself because again, I didn't know what the tone was going to be, and I'm like, oh, maybe that's why everyone's praising this movie because it's a bit. It's the whole subvert your expectation movie where it's it's almost like uh, it's like that bit from Scream, the uh, Scream Five, where it's the bit with the the kid who's in his house and it's making fun of the tropes where he opens the fridge, then he closes the fridge. You're expecting someone behind or whatever. The whole time you're like, oh, they're playing with that. That's more or less what I was feeling leading up to that part because every time something kind of spooky or scary happened, it was then justified with you know air quote reality or something where I was like, no, you're playing with your own expectations for this. So I started relaxing. So then when the movie pops off. It I actually completely scared the crap out of me because wow. I was not sure where that was where this was going and I wouldn't have been able to guess. I felt where like this movie as soon as the plot started, I was on edge the entire time. There's also some scenes where the tension was absolutely unbearable. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. god. And then like nothing would pop out. Mm-hmm. You know? There's one sequence in this movie that is absolutely agonizing to sit through. Like mm-hmm. in a good way, um, and man, when it pays off, it was. That's the first time in a while I've watched a movie like this. Like, oh shit, <laughs> what's going on, yo? Like, it was it was intense. Like, yeah, those moments were were big. And to me, my favorite my favorite kind of horror is the kind that has a sprinkling of of realism to it. And actually, what's funny was we were when I was talking to to Matt from the Mad Mark Movie Show, we were talking about how real type stuff is more terrifying than like spiritual, you know, demons, ghosts kind of stuff. Yeah. So the idea of you being in, this is a not a spoiler, it's the, it's the premise of the film, being in an Airbnb and what happens if like your clo- like closet door opens up? You know, you're, you're, the door that you closed was opened in the morning when you woke up at this Airbnb. That to me is the exact most terrifying thing that I personally can experience because you're I'll writing your own stay, movie in your head. I'll never stay in an Airbnb again. I already made the choice like a couple, <laughs> probably a year ago that I, I'm just done with Airbnb. But uh, specifically, um, this after watching this movie, I was like, I'm good. I don't need to stay there ever, yeah. anywhere ever again. But um, yeah, I... I don't think I have too much more to cover on a non-spoiler front. I'll just say that um, I think this is excellent. I think that if you're into horror in any sort of any capacity or if you have any interest, check it out because it's good. It's really good. And I had a lot of fun. Completely it's good agree. for like the Halloween season coming up too. So Exactly. All We're right. in a good time of original horror. And so definitely just go in blind if you can because this is a good experience kind of movie. Out of ten, what would you give it? It probably a eight, 
seven and a half to eight. Yeah, I'd give it like an eight and a half. That's really awesome. Yeah. That's really good. That's a good score. I set the expectations high. Anyway. For sure, dude. Let's do spoilers. All right, let's go. Okay. So, spoilerific. What the fuck did I just watch? I was like, I had no idea which way the plot was going to go. What was in the trailer? Like, what what did you know they when you watched the trailer? They didn't tell you anything about the subterranean mutants, okay? They did not oh, that's awesome. mention that at all. Um, But the I felt like the way that they slowly revealed how this whole plot is constructed and what what went on at that house for the years and like what was like left over from it. I felt the way that that was revealed was super organic and not too exposition y, but I mean like having a guy there who's like, you know, I've lived here for 15 years and she's never like, that was exactly <laughs> that was, that was wild too. For um, sure. That's, that's what got me too. like the, when you mentioned that, like there was a moment that I audibly like, cause like, there wasn't a lot of people in my theater. But I kept laughing because I feel like every time something scary happened, like a bit of lev- something scary happened, there was a sense of levity, and then here's a whole nother level of awful, like of, of just darkness and scariness in the movie, where it's the whole to me, her waking up middle of the night and then just uh seeing her door open, I'm like that's yeah. terrifying. That is scary. And then the door closing in the background for the for the basement, and then the reveal of the basement at all, then the reveal of the hidden door. Every single reveal of a new layer just got was worse. Horrifying. And then yeah. I audibly, I audibly laughed after the, the horrible dungeon time, room. I was just like, I just want to know what's happening. I just yeah. want to know. I just want to know what the, what's going on, so like I can gauge how freaked out I have to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. The part, okay, so for anyone who's joining us for spoilers, uh, just to refresh your memory, the whole movie is set up like it's going to be the conflict between um, between Pennywise and um, Discount Tessa Thompson. That's uh, messed up and accurate as crap. That's freaking <laughs> spot on, dude. Um, and they are, uh, what's it called? They are booked. So I guess they really did just book that place. They just overbooked that place. I love that the mixture of this, it seems suspect. It happens. It it could happen. Yeah, it's happened before. Sure, why not? So then they get in to this. uh, So the first night's what I guess he's having night terrors or nightmares. Yeah. 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 But it, it seems as if he opened the door. Either way, he's just framed to be the antagonist. And then, like, because he's kind of a weirdo, too. And I mean, like, the whole thing where he did, um, I guess the whole thing where, like, he went into the basement and he went into, like, he went down, like, when you hear him screaming from down the stairs in the tunnel. Yeah. All the way up until his demise. I was just like, oh, shit. Okay. I really have no idea what's going on then. And, like, mm-hmm. when that lady. The mother, her name is. Bro, that t- scared the freaking crap out of me. Like, that really did make me have, like, I, my body convulsed. Like, my arms got in, like, tucked into themselves. And because they, like, you mentioned, like, with Pennywise, I feel like it's the perfect bit where that could have been the movie in and of itself. The idea of this dude, the whole time of this guy's, ter- like, everything he does is like a red flag. But then there's the whole percentage chance of he could just be an awkward dude. 
and he's like in his own head, like the bit yeah. with him at the wine. Yeah. The whole like, I didn't want to pour you. Cause then like when he poured the tea, we were all screaming at her. Why don't drink that. Some stranger made you a friggin' drink out of line, like at line of sight. It's, it's, it's the perfect bit for the movie in and of itself. Right, and then right. it keeps building from there to when he's screaming in the basement in my mind, I'm like, this is clearly a trap. You know, the Max Payne or the Ma uh, Mad Max, that's bait. You know me yeah. at that point. That's bait. So it, much. it really, it really got me. Um, I was not expecting him to get his face absolutely destroyed like that. That's what I'm talking I about. Saw I'm all lady about with absolutely the saggiest titties I've seen <laughs> in my life. Bro, Pennywise can't catch a break, dude. Between this and Deadpool too, it's just I'm worried. <laughs> Friggin' typecasting himself um, to the comedic death in movies. Um, so that's like one layer of it. It's just like, okay, there's this clearly this weird freak of nature living in these tunnels underneath the basement. Mm -hmm. Then we're revealed. It's revealed later on that through the change in the aspect ratio, because it turned into a four by three film with that, which I actually didn't mind. Like I, I thought that it. was a nice touch. Um, that this was they said like that the economy had pretty much collapsed or they had inherited the worst economy so the neighbor was moving because um he he wanted to get out of there before it got worse or he wouldn't be they didn't think they'd be able to sell the house the next year yeah um when i realized that oh he's a serial killer that's what he is mm -hmm. because um when he said, like, I'm not going anywhere, I was like, yeah, because you're digging those tunnels, aren't you? And then when it went back to him in the house and you hear the lady screaming downstairs as he goes inside, I was yeah. just like, yo, OK, now this is, okay, dark. this is some fucking history here, because I thought he was still I mean, he technically was. I thought he was still like actively like using the house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that would have made sense for sure. Like that was really that was really I really loved that whole bit. Like you mentioned about the aspect range, uh, ratio changing and stuff. Like it's it's immersive. Yeah. It it makes you feel. And plus, this movie also takes place in Detroit as well. Like that's a big part of it is that, and there is like some real life stuff there about the whole housing situation over there yeah. where it's just run down. Like I loved, that was one of my favorite. That's when I knew this movie was going to be something really special because the, the opening scene takes place in the rain at night. You can't see the details into the other houses. Yeah. It's she looks around like why are there no other porch lights? Terrifying already. The next morning you see what the houses look like in the daytime. You know, I'm like, how is this even more terrifying that you have yeah. this cute little Airbnb with the most like freaking devil's night looking, run down, graffiti, torched houses. Exactly. I'm like, this is horrifying. And then it plays in with the with the flashback reveal of homeboy who's like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, exactly. Cause he was staying in his in his kill house. Mm -hmm. Um so uh, the whole idea that she only comes out at night. First of all, mm -hmm. when <sighs> let's talk about the kills real quick, because there's not sure. a lot, but I feel like they are very effective. First kill was was Pennywise. Yeah, which was that's that's a bar set right there. Yeah. Second kill is um they find the, the serial bunk? killer in the basement, right? Oh, is that? Does, yeah. And then he shoots himself in the head. Yeah, that's which is kind of tame, you know, compared yeah. to compared to Bill Skarsgård getting his face smashed up against a rock. Yeah. Over and over and over again. 
Yeah, that's um, pretty. It's pretty hardcore. Then there was. Um, I think it's the bum, right? What? I, yeah. Is then it the, the homeless bum, guy? Yeah. Then it's the then homeless I'm, guy. Yeah, the homeless guy. He gets his whole arm ripped off, which like, dude, I was, that was like, some Resident Evil going? stuff, yeah, bro. Exactly. Freaking like, breaking through the wall. On? I love the idea that just because he was like, he's like, you can come to the water tower where it's safe. She's like, well, how do we know it's safe in here? And he's like, I've been living here for 15 years and she's never come around here. Like, I love that. What an assumption. Yeah. I was expecting some kind of bit with him where he's like, we worked out a deal or because I like, you're expecting some kind of justification to his confidence yeah, and it's just like, the whole she like knows. she hasn't thus far yeah she 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 knows not to come near here pretty much it's just like uh no dude you just never gave her a reason to and like she fucking runs through oh man that was wild too um and then i guess there is justin long's character which yeah. funny enough this is the second horror movie that he has his eyes gouged out in First shout one, out to freaking jeepers, jeepers creepers. creepers yeah old school and then, and then I guess, um, and then the monster, the, the, mo the mother, I the, guess the mother. Oh yeah. yeah. She shoots her in the head. That's right. And the movie mm -hmm. just ends. Um, not a super high too. body count. I think less is more with this though. I don't know. Like, would you have wanted more? Oh yeah. I am. I'm always a big fan of, uh, more the merrier. I feel like at that point, though, you'd have to write in, like, where would the extra deaths come from? Like, the cops or something I mean, who were there yeah, to help don't out? Get like, me what wrong. Are you... You'd absolutely have to write them in, but, like, it, it, maybe it wouldn't be as organic, but I'd certainly enjoy it more. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, um, the part where the hobo chases her, I knew that that guy was going to, like, that was not what it seemed at the moment. Yeah, I agree. You know me what too. I mean? In the moment, I was like, he's trying to get out of her. that house. Yeah. I'm like, that made it scarier for me. Yeah. I feel like it's supposed to be falsely telegraphed where we think we're the smarter ones because we're thinking ahead. Yeah. But then that's actually scarier knowing that he, a home, a freaking hobo in the street is warning her to get out of the house. That's way scarier to me. So, yeah. Um, the part where she escapes through the basement window and yeah. right before, and that hobo pulls her out, that was scary. Uh, it's the look that she gave afterwards, you know, like I almost got you, you know, and then I he's hate, like, yeah. she oh. ain't even the worst thing that's in that house. I was like, oh, oh, he's still down there. I was like, he's still down exactly. there. And then that's, Justin Long. It's all set up perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and even that, like even the reveal of that's terrifying because Justin Long finds the, the, the tapes. that door and then the freaking the mother doesn't won't go towards the door is so it's all. I think this movie prides itself or should pride itself on like subverting expectation and then over delivering because it's the idea of now, okay, what scares the monster? Like that's so much worse and so, uh, so terrifying. I think that works really, really well. How did you feel when the, like we're speaking of Justin Long, how did you feel about the, like that point where it switches and Justin Long becomes our, our main protagonist for that? You bit? know, um, I thought it was definitely a unique way of telling the story. And I appreciated that quite a lot. But moreover, it was also like, it's like, <laughs> it's like the last of us part two. <laughs> okay. Where you, you do the whole first half with one person then abruptly switches to another. It's yeah. always jarring, but I thought though the story that they set up that they were telling was an interesting perspective. I hadn't seen, 
a character like that be portrayed in a film like this. Yeah, right. Ever. I don't think anyone ever would. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm, we're like, well, are we supposed to be sympathizing for the air quote, but you know, rapist? We're, we're yeah, not 100% exactly. sure at that point. And, and like, then the slow reveal. <laughs> yeah, unconvincingly. And then uh, his whole arc is like, am I a good person that did something bad or am I a bad person that's just doing what I normally do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my man just throws her off the fucking... That was gangster as crap, dude. I love that. She dove off afterwards. That was really funny too. Dude, that really—I'm not that sincerely. I think that's a real beauty of this movie. I feel like this is probably the—I don't want to be hyperbolic, but it's probably the best example I've ever seen of just a a sympathetic monster. Where, like, with the mother, I feel so awful for her because you see like this poor woman cuz like you get the idea you don't I like that they don't spoon feed you but with our with our main protagonist with Tessa Thompson you get <laughs> that she came from Thompson. yeah she got out of like a bad relationship or something she was like blowing off whatever like like ex-boyfriend or someone's phone calls and you get the sense of love from the monster to her where this monster you know survives but is willing to kill herself like to put herself in harm's way to save her quote baby that's really like, she was in that thing for she was in that basement for two weeks. Remember? Yeah. Oh Jesus. That that's something too. I really wish they would have clarified that a little more. And because like when I mean that's a unless this is a straight up ad for Mac or like Apple help pay the bills. Just uh, just long opens the laptop and is at like seventy percent. Yeah. <laughs> After being just on for two weeks, it's I'm like possible. that's some. Look at that Apple. Get that new like Mac. That new Pro. You know. The new Pro. Um. So let me ask you this question: Who do you think was the barbarian? Because <laughs> I've been asking myself since I left the theater. I don't know. I really didn't put too much stake at the name. I would probably argue the I name know, like, is the only even... thing I can't figure out. I think that might have just been a misleading thing or something because they they also they named the the street name was like Barbie Street, like Barbary. Bar- Barbary Street, and it was an Airbnb. So Barbary, like it, there's a bit there or something. Mm. I almost feel like the name is almost irrelevant. Like, where did you land on that? I really have not been able to pinpoint it. I'm. I don't. I don't think it's irrelevant. You don't think so? I don't. I mean, unironically, I do, or ironically, I do. <laughs> Whereas, like the other night, we were like, "Who's the barbarian?" And like, we were like, "Maybe we think maybe it's Justin Long because he's just kind of a piece of shit person." I was like, yeah, but what if it's the lady in the basement? Because she literally acts like a barbarian the entire movie. I was like, what if it's the serial oh. killer? What's the definition of barbarian? Like the official like definition I don't know. of barbarian. I have no Look idea. Let's see. Uh, barbarian definition. A member. Okay, let's not go with ancient times. A member of community or tribe not belonging to the great civilization. I mean, Sure. Today, the adjective barbaric is most commonly used to describe an act that is either brutal or cruel to the point of savagery or primitive or or uncivilized. Maybe the rapist. Maybe, but it could also be, I mean. It could be Justin Long as well. I guess they're both. I think, yeah, and now that we're talking about it, I think it's kind of fucked up how like Justin Long's character is like accused of raping someone and like it's pretty much implied that he did in fact rape somebody. Mm -hmm. Um. 
but I I find it very strange that uh he's watching the videos of that guy raping girls and he's like you sick fuck i was like do you not understand what's going mm-hmm. on here like you did that too you know yeah ev- everyone they think differently and you're everyone's the protagonist of their own story and exactly. so hey, that's i and i almost feel bad for his character the percentage amount because he really does He's unsure, like replaying it back the the events of you know the the supposed the alleged rape. I, I we we can infer it did happen. It's he's like okay, I'm a persistent dude, you know. I'm you know I didn't you know li- his justification. I didn't literally grab her, but you know I kept kind of you know needling and and trying to be convincing and didn't take no for an answer. And at that point, it's like him realizing like did I rape or was I just super convincing? Like it's it's not as black and white as homeboy kidnap these women yeah put them in dog kennels uh i think it's that might be a little bit of the the moral theme here is the whole like and the 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 moral gray and how it isn't always black and white of i'm i'm a barbarian you this is what a barbarian looks like is you know freaking basement raper video camera guy a barbarian can also be justin long you know a nice he's done nice things he's done good things he went back for uh you know, or, yeah, he went back and he saved a uh, old girl after he shot her and all that stuff. He's still in at the end of the day a barbarian, which is why he gets his his comeuppance at the uh, the very very end. So I'm realizing that as I'm as I'm saying it. So I think that really does add a lot of depth so to uh, to the thing. Evil is isn't the always barbarian. the extreme. We are the barbarians. All, the only <laughs> one who doesn't seem like a barbarian in this movie is Discount Emma Thompson. Tessa exactly, Thompson. she's the freaking MVP. Which God bless her. For she going was great back. too, by the way. I let me look up her name right now. So I tried looking at her IMDb credits. Nothing I immediately recognized. Everything that she was in that I kind of was familiar with, I couldn't recall her stuff. And she was in a lot of TV. She oh, was Georgina in a ton. Campbell, Campbell, Campbell. Yeah, she... soup. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in that King Arthur movie nobody saw with Homeboy from Sons of Anarchy. I like him. Uh, I do like him. That's a good like looking Sons dude. That's a too. It's a great show. One of my favorite shows. It's awesome. That homeboy needs to be freaking Green Arrow, but you know they have that'll never happen. Feet. They're dragging their feet. I literally don't recognize anything else that she was in. Yeah, yeah. Either way, though, she's great in this movie. Um, she was great, and hopefully, this is a springboard to getting bigger stuff. You hey, know? man, Tessa Thompson can't be in everything. Exactly. Can't now. She can be though. Now she can. Yeah. <laughs> Her clone you... has escaped the island and it is. <laughs> yeah. Did you recognize the because I didn't afterwards again? I went so blind to that immediately afterwards in my car after the theater. I'm like, who freaking directed this? Because it was the writer and director. Did you recognize the guy? Uh, I don't know his like name, but I do know he's from Whitest Kids You Know, right? He's from the whitest freaking kids you know, and that yeah. made me so happy. I literally did a fist pump in my car. YouTube where I'm like, to Hollywood good on that pipeline them. is is still a viable option. You know what I mean? God bless that dude. Cause why does kids, you know, is one of my favorite things in this world. And so I'm always happy whenever those dudes still get work, especially cause homeboy died from why does kids, you know, the air quote leader yeah. of it. He died like a year or two ago. And this is, so I'm really this happy. Is one that of the other dudes. Right? Mm-hmm. He's, he usually plays a chick. He's not the little shrimpy one. There's like the shrimpier guy and kind of pudgier dude. He's a, uh, he usually plays a woman. He played the teacher, if you remember any of those bits. Mm-hmm. Like the bit where uh, they're doing the whole like, oh, uh, what? Ha- who do you think's mo- who do you think's mom just died in a car crash? Anyone? 
Anyone? Like who for a sucker? Who wants to guess whose parent died in a car crash? Yeah. It's that it's that guy. Uh good on him. I'm loving this bit now where I think Jordan Peele really paved the way for this idea that just you know you don't you don't have to pigeonhole yourself in your air quote genre. Just because you're an incredible comedian does not mean you can't be an outstanding horror director. Yeah, writer. sketch comedy leads to horror directing now, and it's it's incredible. I'm all about that polarity. I think I'm a huge. I think Vince Gilligan from Breaking Bad believes that's why he always casted guys like uh, Bill Burr and and uh, Homeboy. The, he played Landslide or whatever in and Always Sunny. He casted comedians in his like Breaking Bad shows and stuff because he believes that if you can do comedy, mm-hmm. you can do drama and horror as well because you instinctually understand that timing of people. Got it. So yeah. I think that if you're really good at comedy, then you can also be really good at horror. Interesting. Well, I mean, definitely proves it here because Barbarian gets a strong recommendation from me. 8.5 out of 10, like I said. Uh, Anything else that we got to cover for this or I think we're good. I don't think there's anything too much to this. I think that's about it. People are loving this as well. It's 92% critic on Rotten Tomatoes, 71% audience. That's some stuff. You know what? That that actually that makes sense because there I I guarantee you there there are some people who are expecting one thing and got a, something completely different when they saw this movie and that probably like you know it 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 jolted their expectations, we'll just say. You know, it just this, it, it knocked yeah. them off balance whereas me I enjoyed being knocked off balance and I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." I legit hand to God because again I went in with zero information. I thought when they introduced Justin Long, I thought I'm like, oh, this is just an anthology movie. The first story was the Airbnb. I'm like, huh. that's dope because I'm like, okay, this is we're we're now we're in L.A. We're nowhere near Detroit. We haven't mentioned Detroit. We haven't mentioned the house. And then when they eventually got to the house, I was wondering, oh, is this just another story around this house that we're coming around? And then they directly tied them in, and I'm like, oh, that was an interesting break we just had. Uh, that's really good, but I think the the strength of this movie for sure is going to be because it, it's a smaller budget movie as well. It's a ten million dollar budget, and it's made over twenty four. I think probably at this point twenty five million already in second yeah. week in this smaller movie. This is a word of mouth movie. This is the movie that its entire the the bloodline of this movie, the way it's going to be seen and heard, is just people recommending it and shoving it de- down their friends' throats. Yeah, especially much. with the hol- with the Halloween season. Putting so it on, definitely on check a hol- it out on a Halloween party or something. You know, something. Hundred like percent. I will be buying this on whenever it comes out. Hopefully, in like a four K or steelbook or something. Because this yeah. is this is one of the more original horror movies I've seen in a few years. Definitely something I'll watch on the plane for sure. So hundred <laughs> percent. All right, uh, everyone. That was. Um, AG from Genre Geeks. I am Pat. Uh, once again, you can find Press Any Key on any social media at PressAnyKey.tv. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you um, next week. Yeah, yeah, next week. Yeah, I don't think you'll be here, but probably not. But it's all good. <laughs> I'll be here. In, I'll be here in spirit. You know? yeah, 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 at this point. All right, thanks everyone. Bye. <laughs>